I'm Jocelyn Yaguse and welcome to Impact Chronicles, a platform where we explore the world of social impact, innovation and entrepreneurship in the African context. On each episode, we will feature enterprises that are combining impact with sustainability and profit. Today we chat to Brad Shitemi, founder of Mental360, a social business seeking to raise awareness and actively solve the problem of mental health in Kenya and beyond. So Bright, what triggered you? Is there a specific event that led you on this path? Um, so what triggered me was I, from high school, I had a few friends uh, going into campus. And when I was in campus, I, had, uh, I lost two friends who I was with in high school to suicide. And uh, at that point, I didn't really understand what mental health is, what mental illness is. So I, I was asking myself, so this guy got an A, uh, his, his career is doing so well, what could have led him to suicide? Uh, so two years later, I lost another friend to suicide who happened to be a cousin of the first friend, you know? And so, you know, at that point, you'd hear stories of, you know, um, this thing runs in their family, uh, it's, it's, it's a curse, you know, that kind of vibe. Uh, going into campus, then I also lost uh, two other friends in campus. Uh, uh, I was a student leader in campus, and so we'd get uh, briefs on what's happening around the school. So one of those people I, I lost in campus was a girl who was pretty close to me. Um, she just she was very she, she used to keep to herself, and she uh, she en- ended up uh, I mean. Uh, ending her life uh, soon after we, we cleared campus. And uh, the period after school, uh, I, I was now looking for a job and, and, and all that, and I, I, and I had a baby. And so during this time, I, I think I went through uh, depression. I ne- I've never been diagnosed for it, but I felt like there was a period of time when I was in a very dark place, and just the, the around that time, uh, the place I was staying, then my landlord's son committed suicide, and so, I mean, I just looked at how things have been unfolding for the past five years. I've lost five people around me. Uh, what about the wider community, and why are young people uh, ending their lives? Uh, and so one day I saw my friend on Facebook who, had, uh, who we were with in high school who posted that he was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And uh, I reached out to him and we thought, uh, what can we do? And so the first thing we thought of doing was to go back to, to our high school and talk to, to the students about mental health, uh, you know, so that they have this information from a very young age. And that, that, that's wha- how the journey began, basically. Uh, that was around 2016, uh, early 2016. That's when the journey began. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. That must have been a very tough thing to comprehend. Generally in Africa, mental illness is a taboo topic or it's, there's a lot of stigma attached to it. So it's a very good thing that you're doing this. So uh, my next question is, What's the nature of your enterprise? What do you guys do? Mental360 does three things. 
First, we promote mental health uh, by raising awareness. Uh, secondly, we support young people who are going through mental health challenges uh, by opening up safe spaces for them. Uh, secondly, by providing affordable to free uh, therapy solutions to them. And third, uh, we also do advocacy uh, by engaging uh, stakeholders in the mental health uh, industry, uh, from government to other like-minded organizations to mental health hospitals and professionals uh, on issues uh, like policy and uh, just issues on mental health. Uh, so basically that's what we do. Our programs are aligned to uh, address these issues in awareness, we have uh, an arts festival where we are raising mental health awareness through art. Uh, secondly, we have uh, the Free Up Club, which is a uh, mental health club in schools. And third, we have the Time to Talk Caravan, which is a mental health uh, drive campaign that goes to communities. That's uh, on awareness. On uh, counseling, we provide uh, affordable to free solutions. Uh, we also provide referrals to psychiatrists. We have psychiatrists in our database who uh, avail themselves to provide uh, affordable solutions uh, and also see uh, needy cases who went through uh, our counseling for free. Uh, or for free, also they provide free services uh, through our organization. Um, we have partners who provide medication uh, when uh, there is need for that. Uh, we also use uh, we have a holistic approach to, to mental health uh, by providing uh, physical wellness and art uh, therapy. So physical wellness is in the form of yoga and dance classes. So how do you measure your impact and what have your results been so far? We measure our impact through the people that reach out to us, the numbers. After every awareness campaign, we always have people who reach out to, to access our services. And also through our social media, we get so many requests for counseling and uh, people who need to come to uh, access our physical wellness classes. So far, we've had in the last one year over 700 uh, therapy sessions. Uh, we've had over a thousand uh, young people come uh, to our yoga and dance classes. We've carried out uh, 42 mental health awareness events, uh, ranging from schools, communities, and workspaces, uh, also churches. We, we've been able to reach out to over 15,000 people through our awareness events in the last one year. Uh, we've also been involved in the mental health amendment bill, which was uh, tabled uh, this year by a senator called uh, Senator Kasanga. And so uh, with therapy, what we do is when someone comes in, when the client comes in the first time, we have an intake form uh, which outlines what they're going through. Uh, and after the, the counseling is done, we have a feedback form uh, where they tell us uh, what uh, transformation they've been able to go through uh, do they feel better after accessing our services? Uh, usually we have testimonials also, and testimonials uh, on our website, and also we have uh, people who've gone through our service now who are ready to use their voice or their experience to raise more awareness. We 
involve them in our awareness campaigns. Yeah, so uh, then uh, at, that, at that juncture, we were able to know that this person came when they were not even ready to talk about their issues, but now they're ready to use uh, their experience and what they've gained uh, to, to raise more awareness, and that's how we are able to measure our impact. Nice. Um, so what do you envision for your enterprise in the future years? Um, so what I'm looking at right now is growth. We're looking to work with partners. Right now we've uh, been able to have Red Cross, uh, the Kenya Bankers Association, and the Association of Practitioners in Advertising become one of our partners. Uh, that means uh, we're going to be working on a sustainable model moving forward. We have a very dynamic business model where we have our services uh, being provided for free for needy cases. We charge a subsidized amount of uh, 1,200 shillings for young people who are working and are able to at least have some income. And we have a corporate charge of 2,500 uh, for our services uh, for uh, our partners in the banking and the uh, in, in, in advertising industry. So these are people who, are, as much as they are young, they have a sustainable income, and so they can be able to afford. And so from this, we are able to uh, not entirely rely on donor money. Uh, so all we need now is uh, some uh, seed funding to, 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 to scale our, our projects and also uh, donor partners on some of our large-scale awareness projects. Uh, so uh, in the next five years, we're looking to have grown as an organization to venture out. Right now, we are only based in Nairobi County, but our need is, uh, is national, so we want to venture out to other counties and hopefully um, take our model across the borders to, to our, because we have a very um, interesting uh, model uh, where we, uh, we use art and physical wellness to, to create safe spaces and raise awareness. What advice would you give fellow social entrepreneurs? Um, I've learned that uh, this journey is really difficult, you know, because Usually you're starting out without any partners, without resources, and you're just being driven by passion for something. And uh, so it, it is this passion that will keep driving you. There's so many times where I've had to in, invest my, uh, my, my, my own resources to get things going, sometimes to the point of you know, losing out on so many things. And so you have to just stay the course and love what you do. And if you enjoy helping people, then this is the journey for you. Um, so it, it, it's like having a baby, you know, so it's, it's, it's something for a lifetime. And finally, uh, whatever you're doing, whatever impact you're trying to, uh, to, to create, you should always work on a sustainable model uh, in terms of uh, balancing out your revenues and your impact. Because uh, chances are there's so many people who give up because you realize you don't have enough resources to sustain the project and uh, donors are not easy to come by and I think the future of for Africa especially is to invest in social entrepreneurs who then are able to stay sustainable by themselves and so whatever if you want to start this journey 
make sure you have your numbers right. You know, you, you have a, a very good balance between uh, your sustainability and your impact. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and you will join us for the next one. To stay abreast with what is going on on our platform, subscribe to our newsletter and don't forget to follow Impact Chronicles on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn and Medium. If you would like to be a part of the show, contact us on editor at impactchronicles.com. Till next time, bye.